American Redoubt Radio Operators Network and is a nationwide disaster preparedness network made up of patient-oriented radio operators. So, Amron phonetically, Alpha, Mike, Romeo, Romeo, Oscar, November. This is a directed net, so please hold any traffic until that control station calls for it. Any emergency traffic may break in at any time. Covering tactics, techniques, news, technology, and concepts related to emergency communications in support of the American Redoubt Radio Operators Network and disaster communications in general, whether you're seasoned or new. This is the place for patriots, preppers, and partisans who understand the necessity of being able to receive and share information with others during an emergency. And when conventional communications are disrupted or compromised, grid up or grid down. This is Patriot Radio. Tonight is going to just be an introduction to Patriot Radio and what we can expect in the future. And I'd love to have your feedback, questions, and we'll have question and answer sessions as well to help uh, get into some of the topics that you're interested in. We'll also be talking about news items, communications, technical and operational, including digital communications, all that's coming. We're going to talk about intelligence, uh, Amron operations, new technology and product reviews, history, the history of radio and communications, whether it's with disasters, preparedness, wartime, and how partisans historically have been very valuable in the, in the efforts uh, to resist tyranny by using communications. Uh, we'll also be having uh, announcements here, YouTube videos. Uh, we'll be announcing new or updated forms when they come up and uh, announcing new nets when they arrive. And basically just general news and information about Amron and communications in general. We're going to learn some things. So we're looking forward to this. It's going to be a good time. And we are going to be covering communications from a grid down, grid up communications uh, perspective, whether it's radio, computer software aided, cell phone, internet, all things communications that could be used in times of emergency, whether it's a natural or a man-made disaster. We have to consider also cyber attacks, EMPs, solar flares, terrorism, tyranny, or invasion by foreign forces. In any of these cases, we're going to need communications. And I want to help you do that by focusing specifically on that with using partisan radio as the platform to do that. Uh, we will make this a 20 to 30 minute podcast each week to get you information on communications and answer your questions. So with that, First of all, we've got some news. No, before we do that, I actually want to put out the net report, which we will be posting for you this week. A long-awaited net reports. This week on Amron Nets, no, this month during the Amron Nets, we had a total of 272 check-ins, of which 70% of those were ham radio check-ins, 30% of those were CH3, CB, FRS, or MERS 
check-ins. The numbers break down like this. Two meters was 187 check-ins. 70 centimeter uh, nets, six check-ins. FRS, 45 check-ins. MERS, nine check-ins. And CB, 27 check-ins. So good job, everybody. Thank you for your hard work and for conducting those nets. We have more nets reports coming. I have uh, the HF net not in front of me at this time. That is just for the two meter, your local net reports. So there you have that. A little bit of news in case you weren't aware of it. Radio Shack, it's true. They are closing their doors. Uh, They have about 5,000 stores with its branding worldwide. But as Bloomberg points out, not all of those are going to vanish in the near future. So you are probably going to have to resort to finding another location or online, which is probably one of the things that was (laughs) uh, multiple nails in the coffin for the, the chain store for radio communications support. They have about 1,750 stores that... Some of these, about half of these are actually owned by Radio Shack. Those will all be closed. And the other half are privately owned. So we've had some Amron core operators let me know that they are actually going to be former Radio Shacks. They'll continue to carry the name uh, Radio Shack for a while, uh, but then they will they will lose that brand name. Some of them are announcing that they will stay open. They're just going to change their, their name because they are they are privately owned. Now, let's talk just a little bit about Amron. I had a listener letter this week, uh, an Amron question about what the vetting process is. What vetting process do you use? Well, thanks for the question. Uh, I believe that one of the reasons Amron has experienced such rapid growth is the emphasis that we place on anonymity. And when members join, they can be as anonymous as they wish. The volunteer partisans who help process new members are trusted and vetted patriots uh, who take Persec very seriously. And an Amron code name is assigned, and the only information that's listed in the member directory is the general location, that's the city and or county, and what type of communications that member uses. And we discourage members from using personal information in their email addresses, which are not listed such as their names or their FCC call signs. Amron code names are not used over ham radio, and FCC call signs are not used in any personal correspondence or forums or anywhere else. We do obviously use our FCC call signs during communications over ham radio, but our philosophy is this. Training now, as opposed to waiting for the end of the world, far outweighs the risks of not practicing at all and then expecting to communicate when it counts. Secondly, if the bad guys, whoever the bad guys might be, want to try to figure out who everyone is, well, this forces them to have to cover all the bands and all the modes locally, regionally, nationally, nets all over the country, which are being used by Amron. We're going to make them work for it, which is why none of this is on the website or anywhere else. For that matter, uh, none of their personal information. Uh, I know many of them that put their FCC call signs out and all the personal information. Amron is a little bit different. So we try to strike that balance. Third, we're not doing anything illegal. 
and are perfectly within our right to practice emergency communications and to assemble together as like-minded free people. We don't discuss political issues on the air and we simply practice checking in, passing traffic, and conducting simulated emergency exercises. Now, there is no vetting process for general membership. That would conflict with the efforts that we place on anonymity and would serve as a huge deterrent to having some talented patriots on board. And ultimately, even if you did have a vetting process, it's still not going to offer a guarantee that someone isn't who they claim to be, at least not on a nationwide network scale. Now, are we infiltrated by informants and agents? Yes. Do we bore them to tears? Yep. Nothing to see here. Keep it legal, and we don't have anything to worry about. So we are also training and preparing so when the time counts, we can communicate because we're not afraid to train. In the future, I want to talk a little bit. I'm going to wrap this up a little bit early. Amron operations. We're going to talk about training nets. We conduct training nets uh, twice a week. Um, No, I mean twice a month on the first and third weeks. We have HF nets. There are nets now almost every night somewhere in the country. There are nets taking place. Uh, and we are going to be talking about those and announcing new nets when they come on so we can encourage participation. We're going to talk about how to participate in those nets and uh, net procedures, communications procedures, documents, forms, and tools. And we will also be talking about new forms as they come out, how to give you some guidance on filling those out. And we're going to talk about the signals operating instructions. Now, even though we have regular training nets that you can see on the calendar and on the net schedule page from the website at amron.com. If there's a real emergency, we will implement the SOI. Those are signals operating instructions. That's designed for a real world emergency situation. So everyone knows what time and what frequency to turn to. And those are available for a minimum donation to help support Amron uh, for only $6 or more and we will send you the down the download instructions for the electronic PDF version of that. And we also look forward to doing product reviews and covering technology. There's a lot to cover there. There's SDR technology and there's uh, different software, software updates. And we'll be announcing that so we can also give you some practical exercises like we've been doing on Radio Free Redoubt. We want to just set some time aside to dedicate to communications. And next week, we're going to get into Radio Communications 101, just to cover some basics. And then we're going to start right away introducing, reintroducing the digital modes that I know that so many of you enjoy and look forward to. And we found out in real world and training situations, many times it's the digital that really, really shines. So we'll be bringing all of that uh, and more to you guys. We're going to take a look at uh, several historical cases where radio operators and emergency communications were used during disasters uh, and during wartime where partisans were instrumental in helping uh, pass messages and communications. So anytime radio operators were used, we're going to be talking about that. If you guys have a story or a link to uh, a Uh, real-world history example of radio communicators playing their part and stepping up 
and uh, fulfilling a very important role. We want to hear about it. We've got several lined up that we're going to be talking about. What else can I say? I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Got uh, several things lined up. We're going to start that right off next week. So join me next week on Partisan Radio when we'll be discussing Emergency Radio Communications 101. I'm John Jacob Schmidt, 73. As ready, trained communicators, right up to the present time, radio hams have been busy every single minute. The ever-increasing group of radio amateurs who have equipped themselves at their own expense with two-way radio sets by amateurs who saw their opportunity to render a public service and paid off for Americans in trouble.